Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Friday, December 31st, 2021. It's just after 4 UTC. I'm Sam Minter and Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Hello. <laughs> okay, so a couple things to get out of the way before we start. First of all, this is our grand annual prediction show. So the vast majority of the show is going to be that. We're going to have a section on politics, a section on international, economy, technology, and hodgepodge, which Yvonne always wants to switch to potpourri, but, you know. so Potpourri! Yes. Uh, so that's the plan for the show. Um, it is often ends up being one of our longest shows of the year, but honestly, I don't have the energy for that. So hopefully we can go... Boom, 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 real quick through our predictions. But of course, every time I say that, it like completely fails. Um, but uh, before we get started, Yvonne, though, I did want to just check in because I know on our Commudgeons Corner Slack, you have mentioned that uh, your family may have gotten some COVID over the Christmas holiday. So can you give us an update? What's up? How's everybody doing? Oh, fuck. Well... Uh, how do I, the, 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 the short version, because Sam said to go, you know, uh, not try to make the show last eight hours. Right. The short version is my wife's brother is a fucking moron. <laughs> okay. Who is a, who likes Trump and believes that vaccines can modify his genes. He is an uneducated fuck that never finished high school, but yet, you know, thinks he knows more about science than anybody else. Okay? Okay. And so, he was unvaccinated, and, you know, he works in retail, and, well, he doesn't really give a shit about the virus. Oh, I had it before, I won't get it again. Well, he was the only guest that we had at... at, at Christmas Eve, it, we 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 did, we did it at my mother in law's house. I had no idea that this asshole was not vaccinated and was this. Did other I really people don't talk know? to him that much? No. So no. Er, did had somebody asked him and, and he so, said that he was, or did just nobody ask? He started this conversation all of a sudden for some reason. We were finishing dinner, and I have no idea why because I was not. We were talking about just chit-chat or whatever. He decided to talk about the Epstein case and say that Epstein was murdered in jail. And I'm like, what? And this began an argument, okay? Because I basically said, you're a complete fucking moron. Uh-huh. This is my first response. I mean, what else would you expect me to say? I, I, that's basically what I said. I said, you're full of shit. You're a complete fucking moron. Look, anyway, bottom line, mm -hmm. this idiot, okay, because there's no other word to describe him, that he is a complete fucking idiot, okay, uh, basically two days later, uh, you know, two days later, uh, came down with whatever, what, that got tested for COVID, he was positive, he was, he, he was sick. Now, now, just to repeat my question from before, you didn't know, did did we any, didn't know. Nobody but, knew. But, but did, I'm did somebody guess that my mother-in-law knew. Did somebody ask, or did they just all assume you know that what? everybody was vaccinated? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did because we didn't think he was a complete idiot. Okay. And 
you know, so I, I had no idea he was a complete, that he was this kind of a level of a moron. Mm-hmm. I think it's very possible. I am pretty sure actually my mother-in-law knew and she didn't tell us either. Which, okay. by the way, she's in my shit house too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Over this. Because I'm sure she knew. Okay. Actually. So, anyway, bottom line, he got the code. He, uh, this is how this goes. Tuesday, Manu wakes up. It, this was on, no, Monday. What am I saying? Monday. So, we had been with him on Friday. Monday, Manu doesn't want to eat. And he's saying that his throat hurts. And his head hurts. And... Just as I'm dealing with that in the morning, this happened in the morning, whatever, around 12 or whatever. At one o'clock, I got a call. Oh, uh, I'd taken my wife to the doctor. She was having a, uh, she was, uh, she had had her, uh, uh, breast exam thing, whatever. And she was right. concerned about something. Turns out to be nothing. Everything's fine. We get out of there and whatever. And we got a call from her mom. Oh, hey, uh, what's his name? Is positive for COVID. And I fucking, and I'm like, you know, after a discussion I had with Mr. Moron on Friday, I fucking hear this and, you know, look. Listen. Thank God that this has been mild. And Manu's vaccinated, we're vaccinated. Listen, if my son were in a hospital, look, I may have been looking at some assault charges at the minimum. Okay? Because <laughs> right. I was going to find him and beat the shit out of him. Now, to be clear, like, with with Omicron, this thing spreads so well, even amongst vaccinated people. Like, it could be that somebody else was the one who brought it into that. No. Thing. No! No? No. Look, now, look, the only place that we went those previous days that we spent a long time that was not, you know, that we were unmasked was with him. And he's the only asshole that had it. Mm-hmm. The only, there, there is no other, there is no other place he got it from. This is just your assumption. So, Right. I mean, okay. N no, look, we have not been out of the house on Thursday. Okay. There's an incubation okay. period for this thing. We had not been out of the house on Thursday. We were with him on Friday, on Saturday. Well, like uh, what I mean, but, but you, do you know the what? full history what? of everybody who was at the, at the thing? Not just yourself. Oh, like where everybody there was. There's nobody was else. Yeah, okay. It, there was nobody else, Sam. Well, you, you, this wasn't the party. You said you had. It was my wife, me, my mother-in-law, and him. Okay, I thought you had like you know seven or eight no! or nine people. There. No, no, ah. no. Because I no! saw pictures you posted on Facebook that looked like there were like I, I don't know, like seven or eight people. Oh, uh, his girlfriend. No, it was his girlfriend. Okay. If pictures I put on Facebook, I have. Uh, uh, oh, the day afterwards, which was Christmas Day. Okay. Manu was not with him, and we went to this uh, to, to this event where everybody was masked on the 25th, but the timeline doesn't match up, plus, because we knew we were going to be with a whole bunch of people, we were actually outside, and and, and then we were masked anyway, because, because we, weren't, we weren't sure, it was a large group of people. But the only small gathering we were with somebody in a long time that came back with a positive test is him. Okay. Nobody else. That's it. Previous days, nobody. But by the way, even if he didn't get it from him, 
The fact that he was sick and positive and gave me this entire fucking explanation about how his DNA is modified by fucking whatever, whatever, still doesn't disqualify him from the moron, moron stage. Right. But anyway. So in any case, Manu has not been feeling well. The rest of Manu, you are feeling okay. But no, Manu is feeling much better. Okay. Manu is feeling much better. He, he is back to eating, and he said that his throat is feeling fine. Okay. Okay. Um, we have not gotten the results of the COVID test yet, but look, I, I given how overflowing because you can't, can't you can't get a quick test. They're they're just not available anywhere. So you went, you got the they're just not available. You got the the and they're not PCR. as reliable and they're not available. Right. We went straight to get a PCR test. Um, you know, there just aren't any quick tests around. I mean, like my parents have one, but I'm like, I'm not going to take theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, it's more important for them. Um, you know, since the symptoms are so far, I mean, we, we did, we, you know, Manu has been checked by, uh, the staff at the urgent care clinic because he's the one with symptoms. His breathing was fine. Everything was fine. His, his O2 stats were fine. Everything was fine. So we're like, okay, well, yeah. But but anyway, look, the the b- bottom line about this is is just the whole thing about which is my what I said. Why do you get vaccinated? You take all the precautions, do the stuff. You don't do it for you. Oh, well, you're young and whatever, I've gotten sick or whatever. You do it because you don't know who the hell you're going to get sick. And Manu got a lot sicker than everybody else. Okay? And, you know, okay, fine. He's going to be okay, but, you know, that moron might get somebody really, really, really sick and dead because he doesn't give a shit. So, but he's just a selfish prick. So what the hell else do you want me to tell you? Right. And we got several hundred and we got about, we got, we, and we got millions of them. I get it. So he's not in a unique, uh, he's, uh, he's got a lot of company. Look, it's, it, it's good that everything's mild. Like you said, this the Omicron appears to be milder, yeah. especially, by the way, if you are vaxxed, yeah. if you're boosted, mm-hmm. then, you know, the chance of it being uh, severe is very, very low. People who are getting hit hard by it are, as usual, the folks who are unvaxxed. So, uh, yeah. And I, he got I, I hit hard by it. He's been laid out sick ever since he got it. Yeah. Um, so... <sighs> Yeah, yeah, everybody so, else that I was with, like, you know, afterwards, 100% vaccinated and boosted. Everybody that in the picture they, on Christmas Day, everybody was vaccinated and boosted in that entire group. Um, and, and we were wearing masks anyway, because we know that our, my, my, my niece's brother-in-law had been, uh, exposed, but, he had come back already with a negative test. He, he had been he had been positive, but he had already gotten a negative test. So he was with us, you know. So we had been, you know, the group of that group of people we were with was very conscious about it. We were even told, "Hey, Mike had tested positive earlier in the week. He got it from his grandmother, who was unvaccinated." Fucking Jesus Christ, these morons! Who uh, was super sick, by the way. Um, but you know, just want to make sure. And so Manu stayed, you know, he he was away from whatever, he had, you know, he, but he had a negative test anyway by the time we all got together, so it was fine. But anyway, uh, but but this is the kind of stuff that well, you should hopefully be... uh, Manu continues to recover quickly, and none of the rest of you get any uh, significant symptoms, etc. You know, and I guess there's a chance you get get your tests back and they're negative, and it was something else. But it is possible. 
I mean, it is truly possible. Um, you know, my anger still stems from the fact of his recklessness and carelessness about this. Right. And it's just the fact that, you know, about everybody just not giving a shit, you know? Um, yeah, which is our, our, in, our enduring theme. Yeah, that seems to be a big part of why this has gone on as long as it has is the the fundamental inability of a huge portion of the population to think about anything other than themselves. Correct. Yes. Okay. With that out of the way, let's take a quick break and then we will come back and we will start with our what is always by far our longest segment, which is the segment on U.S. politics. So we will be back right after this. Do, do, do! This podcast is sponsored by AlexMzilla.com. AlexMzilla is great. It's on YouTube. And it has lots of fun videos. Alex Emsola is awesome and great. I love his videos, and they are obviously better than Curmudgeon's Corner. Well, they're funnier. They're more interesting. And frankly, he seems at least a little smarter than either of the hosts of Curmudgeon's Corner. Honestly, it's ridiculous how endlessly talented and phenomenal Alex Emsola is. That's how great his YouTube channel is. A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A dot com. Yes. Do, do, do! Okay, we are back and it's time for politics. And the first thing on the list uh, is a question from our listener, James, uh, who has asked us to say... Uh, using the 538 tracker of presidential approval, will Joe Biden be above water again anytime in 2022? Um, I'm going to guess that probably no. Uh, if I remember in Obama's first term, his approvals were kind of underwater. And it didn't really trend back up until like near election time. Uh, and I'm going to guess that something similar to that will happen. So I'm going to guess that it's going to keep somewhere around where the hell it is right now. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm look, I'm looking at the chart on 538 for net approval for Obama. And you're right. He was, he was negative starting just about now. And a, with, with the exception of a couple yeah. little yeah. spikes in the third it, year, uh, he was negative until re- Right before the re-election. Yeah. Yeah, until... Exactly. So, my memory works. It's still good. Yeah, good job. So, yeah, I think that it's... I, I think it's going to be pretty similar. Um, I, I, I don't think that uh, his approval rating is going to improve a lot, uh, or move a lot uh, from where it is right now during uh, uh, 2022. So, for reference, right now, uh, the... His disapprove at 538 is 51.6% and his approve is 43.4. Um, so y- you basically think uh, his, and, and let's define what we mean by underwater. We mean his approve is less than his disapprove. Correct. Um, and uh, not that he's over 50, 
Uh, but uh, his approval, you know, so his approval right. is his less approval than his disapproval. Is, uh, yeah, you, I, I don't worry. His approval should be, it needs to be higher than his disapproval. And I say that it will remain as it is right now. The the entire year. It won't peak up above at any point in the year. Yeah, I, I don't think, uh, you know, I, I think that it's going to stay, um, you know, yeah, I think the average will stay somewhere around where it is right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 t -t 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 should I agree with you? <sighs> Let me... Yeah. Damn it, I'm going to agree with you. I, I think his... He is going to improve from where he is now, I think. I think we're at about the lows. Um... We're actually slightly up from the low we've had so far. He was down at 42 point something approval uh, a couple months ago. Uh, I, I think we're going to, we might hit 45. Um, we, we might even get as high as like 40. I think that's very possible, but, you know, but I think, you know, he'll still stay somewhat underwater. You know, and I, I'm struggling because like usually I think in terms of net approval, as opposed to the the separate disapprove and approve numbers mm -hmm, that uh, mm -hmm. 538 likes to do. Um, but in terms of net, uh, let me, ba 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 net, switch to net. Net right now, Biden is negative 8.2. Um, I'm going to say he will go up a little bit from that, but he will not turn positive and he will end the year between zero and negative 0.5 and uh, not 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 0.5 between zero and negative five percent. Well, i'm not gonna i'm not i'm just gonna stay with the question i'm not gonna you, you just added another prediction i'm gonna stick <laughs> uh, I, i'm sticking yes with, i uh, did and, and th yeah, this I, is I, one I, of I, those traps I, that we yeah, fall no, into I, we I'm get just, overly specific I, i'm and, just going no that's it i'm not i'm not you know anyway Okay, let's keep going, uh, and we got to be faster than that. Yes, this is um, ridiculously okay. long. Will Build Back Better pass and be signed in any form? <sighs> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, too. It, 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 like, I, I was... If you listen to the last couple weeks of shows, I was at a no on there. But I'm back to thinking they will pull out something. They it have to pull out something. Even remotely resemble... It will not even remotely resemble what they started with, but it'll well, be right now it doesn't resemble they what they started with anyway. So whatever. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, and they'll call it Build Back Better, and they'll go rah rah, big success. Even though a lot of people will be dissatisfied that it didn't do all of the things that were promised. Okay, next up, will there be right. any more filibuster exceptions in 2022? And remember, there was one that they actually did in order to deal with the debt limit a few weeks back. So it, it's not unprecedented at all. Will there be any in 2022? I got to say yes. Okay. I, I think that, I, I think because their hand's going to be forced at some point to do something. So I'm going to say yes. Yep. There will be another sort of Philip exception. I, I'm not, I'm not doing a number of them. I'm just saying the answer is I yes. Know, I was going to ask you is uh, uh, what topic would that be about? Is it going to be an economic thing? Is it going to be voter rights? I, I, no, I, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting dragged into <laughs> fucking bullshit predictions. Um, 
Okay, I will say <laughs> yes as well. Um, <sighs> this is a tough one. Like, Manchin is so against this. The only reason he went along with the debt limit thing, um, the Republicans went along too, because they knew, like, not raising the debt limit would be bad. They just didn't want to do it. So they, they yes. did this convoluted thing in order to allow the Democrats to do it. Um, you know, but right. for the, the one thing that's really there is the voter rights stuff uh, that's been talked about. Manchin has been wavering just ever so slightly. Um, I, I, I'm having a hard time with this one because I, I, on the one hand, I believe Manchin means what he says and says what he means and that they're not going to get voter rights. I, so far, he has. I, so far, he has been. I mean, he, there hasn't been anything that he has said in writing where he has really sh been inconsistent with his position. It's not been a moving target. So why do you think he's going to flip on the filibuster? No, because he did. What I'm saying is, it, it, but but you know, you we we talked about the the debt limit exception or something like that. What I'm saying is that that's about the only thing. I I, I because I think something like that again is possible. Well, th didn't they kick the debt limit to like 2023 or something so they wouldn't have to worry about it again? Well, I yeah, but I I don't know. There's probably listen. Now the next question gets very specific on what the fuck it is. Yeah, I'm not sure what the hell might can't come up, but I'm sure something will come up. Uh, you know that maybe he can be, you know, um, cajoled into, you know, making some kind of trade off to do this because it gets him something he wants or something. I don't know. Okay, okay. Uh, so you say yes to a filibuster exception. I said yes initially. I'm going to flip that to a no. I'm I'm going to be like, Manchin's going to hold to his guns and not do that. Um, so the next question was related. Will, you know, we were just talking about sort of the one-off filibuster exceptions. Will there be any, be any real filibuster reform? No, fuck no. That my, my answer is fuck no. I agree. No. Um, Will we see any voters' rights legislation passed and signed, which sort of relies on the filibuster thing happening, if that's going to happen? Unless you suddenly get a torrent of Republicans agreeing to it, which you're not going to see. Shit's getting very specific. <sighs> I'm going to go no. I'm going to say no, too. Especially, like, if... Yeah, because the way Manchin's playing it, I feel like he's like, maybe I can afford to like pass a really watered down. Of course, down this is very broad. It depends on what the hell we mean, right? At voter rights. So, yeah, you know, I don't think that there's going to be any voter rights bill that really significantly expands yeah. voting access and and protections like right now in in before the 2022 election i i just don't see how yeah i i'm gonna have to agree i i think that especially if they get bbb done mansion's gonna be like look i can't i can't give you any more right that i can't i can't give you any more and and he's right and i get it yeah i get it next up will scotus actually use the magic words and officially overturn roe versus wade 
I'm going to say no. And so, and, and my follow-up question is, if they don't do that, will they still gut it so much that effectively it doesn't matter that they didn't? I'm going to say, I just, you see, that's one, I don't know. See, what the hell does that mean? Um, what that means is, like, the situation in Texas right now stands, essentially, that you can effectively, most abortions, well, let's just say, Roe versus Wade plus Casey set the line at viability and said abortions before viability were legal. The situation in Texas has now moved that line before viability. And if they if they further like if they mess with viability and make it so that these laws that are being passed in various states putting it at 8 weeks, 6 weeks, 10 weeks, whatever can actually like stay in effect and people in those states can't get abortions without leaving the state, then that's what I mean by effectively it doesn't matter that they didn't use the magic words. And more states can do that. So not just Texas it can expand. I don't know. What, what, are, what is your thought? My thought, I'm actually going to say they're going to go ahead and say the magic words. Okay. I, I, I think that this has been the conservative project for generations now. And they finally have the numbers. Like, they can afford to lose Roberts. Roberts cared a lot about, like, you know, keeping the integrity of the the court and that we respect precedent and all this kind of stuff. They don't need him anymore. Um, I think they're going to go ahead and use the magic words and say Roe was a mistake. It's done. Uh. Okay, and so, okay, since you're, then you don't need to answer the next question. Yeah. I think that the answer is no. I think that the answer is going to be a yes on the second one. Now, here's the one thing. Look, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if they want to, so we're talking about, the thing is we're talking about 2022. Yes. Um. Well, and the the, the relevant case is, you know, the, the, it's due the results are due in like the spring or something or early summer, the Mississippi case. And they're going to talk more about Texas undoubtedly as well. But the, the Mississippi case, you might know make what? Moot. I, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say that they're going to, I think that you may be right. I think they're going to uh, say that they're, they're going to, I think you're right. I think they're, they're going to overturn it and say yes. Yeah. Uh, so I say yes on that. I will answer the second as a hypothetical anyway, if I am wrong on the first one, I think they will still gut it so that the effective reality on the ground in many, many states. So you're going yes and you, yes. Yeah, I'm going yes and yes. You will not. There will be many states that are at least as restrictive as Texas is now, uh, you know, over, you know, by the end of the year. Okay. Okay. Um, next up, the next few questions are all related to the January 9th committee. Uh, so. I guess, first off, will they release their official report before the end of the year? Yes. Um, okay, I, I agree. Yes, they will. They have to, like, um, I guess they don't have to, but realistically, they're working on a timeline to try to be done uh, before elections could kick the Democrats out. Um, right. So, yes, they will release the report. Uh, do you think that there will be significant new revelations about what happened January 9th. It was January 6th. 
Why am I saying nine? I tur- I turned it upside down. You turned it upside down. I turned it upside down. January 6th. Uh, what, I think what, January 9th is my mom's birthday. I don't know why the well, hell you screwed up my mom's birthday. Th- there you go. Uh, well, uh, will there be any significant revelations in the report that we do not already know today? I'm not counting more little details and more documentation, no. but something that makes us think, oh my God, I no. didn't know that. I will no. agree. No, no. It will, there will be more detail. There will be lots of uh, color added to it. We will know some, yeah, some more. This person called this person and talked about this and that kind of stuff. But the general picture of what happened on that day is not going to change, uh, including our understanding of Trump's involvement on that. And just to be clear, we already know a lot right now. And that's part of it. Like, we we know what the overall plan was. We know what uh, Trump's reaction was. We know that they they had all of these plans for how to delay the, you know, try to delay things and then have the states change electoral votes and all kinds of stuff. We knew that was happening. We know that now. I don't think there's going to be a big change in that picture. Okay, next. Will the January 6th committee make any more criminal referrals to the DOJ? Like, they've already done a couple uh, but are they going to do any more? Uh, yes. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Will any of those, any of the additional ones, result in more indictments? Yes. Yeah, I will agree. I think there will be more indictments, yes. Um, will there be any convictions based on any of the indictments from that committee? Not in 2022. Not in 2022. Uh, um, I think... I'm falling behind. I should make my predictions too. Uh, I agree. Yes, more criminal referrals. Yes, more indictments. Um, I will say um, we might get a conviction for Bannon since he was the first one in 2022. He'll still be in the appeals process because that, that these things stretch on years. Um, but even Bannon's like iffy. But I'm going to go ahead and say we'll get at least one conviction actually in the year, even though their appeals still going on. Um, next up. Uh, and that's because the, the courts appear to be fast tracking some of these things. Okay. Okay. Next up. Will any of the indictments coming out of that report? Um, well, coming out of that committee be for anything other than failing to cooperate with the committee. I'm going to guess that the answer is No. Okay. Um, I'm going to say yes. I feel like they, you know, they're digging into enough stuff. They, they feel like, you know, some committee members have made statements in the press already that seem to indicate that they feel like there was criminal wrongdoing on January 6th. Um, and not, I think there and, was too. And, I just don't know well, if it's something that we could, they could prosecute. But I mean, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be pleased. Yeah. Well, if that's and, the case. And, and, and you know, and not just like the random people. Just be realistic. I'm just, just trying to be realistic. Well, so. should we separate it in terms of will the committee pass along something other than failing to cooperate versus an actual indictment from DOJ? Wait, say that again. Can you say that again. Shall we? Yes, let's separate it then. Um, 
will the committee pass along anything to DOJ that's about something other than failing to cooperate? Well, you're saying versus the indictment. Well, you're 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 I, I said what, no. You're saying yes. Well, no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm saying we need to separate this. Actually, there should be two questions here: Will the committee pass along something versus whether the DOJ indicts? Ah, I see what you're saying. Because one possibility that I actually see is very likely is that the committee will pass along a referral for criminal activity other than failing to cooperate in 2022, but DOJ won't indict anybody for whatever that thing is until 2023. Oh. After the oh. election. Oh. Well, okay, if you're splitting it that way, that I, I well, look, I think they're trying to get this done, you know, this year. There's multiple reasons for that. So I'm going to say... Well, the committee is, which is why I think the committee will do that. But I think, the oh, I think that not. they will indict before the election. Because the committee's going to get it done in time that they will have time to do it before the end of the year. So I say yes, and yes. Because I could see... I Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my split. I'm going to say the committee will refer... Criminal, I it will refer things to the DOJ that aren't just cooperating with the committee, but DOJ won't indict until 2023. And I think that's because anything the committee does with that will be later in the year. And DOJ, uh, unlike Mr. Comey, is going to be like, this is too close to the election, we'll hold off. And they're going to want to do their own due diligence and investigation on whatever the thing is. And unlike these failing to cooperate where these it's a fairly straightforward. Did they hand over the documents? No. OK, let's go. Um, this anything related to this is going to be complicated and DOJ is going to want to do their own investigation. And I could easily see that taking six to nine months. I still think that they'll get something in before the end of the year. Well, you were saying, no, they weren't going to indict this year. No, no, no. I, I, I changed it later. At first I said, you know, at first oh, I okay. said, no, but I think, you know, I, 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 I corrected. I think that they, the, the answer is they will send something. And I do think that they will get indicted before the end of the year. I, I, I changed my answer. Okay. Any predictions on who? Oh, God, no. Okay, well, I'm not going to predict that either for the moment. Well, I don't know. The ne next question is, will Trump himself be one of those indicted? No! I, I, I'm I, going to say, and again, I, I think the indictments will come in 2023. Um, I think the committee will do a... I think the committee's referral will include Donald Trump himself, as well as several, you know, some of the people close to him. I'm saying no. No. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, I, that's enough of January 6th committee. Uh, next up is stuff about the 2022 election. Uh, so first off, uh, we've been talking a lot about the Republican efforts to change around the, the people who control the counting of the elections and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, is any of that going to make a difference anywhere in the country on congressional elections? I don't know. What's what's your? Well, well I, I've been answering a whole bunch first. Would you? I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. 
I'm going to say no. I think they're putting a lot of that in place, but I honestly feel like their position is strong enough that they don't need to pull that trigger in 2022. If they're going to mess around with any of that stuff, they're going to wait for the presidential election in 2024, uh, and they're going to keep their powder dry in 2022 because they don't need it. They've got enough of a headwind coming into 2022 that... You mean tailwind. Tailwind. Sorry. Yes. They've, <laughs> you're right. Big difference there. Unless they're trying to go backwards, um, which I guess in some ways they are. Um, in any case... Uh, no, in 2022, I think they've got enough of a tailwind that they don't need this stuff. They are going to feel very confident going into the election and, uh, you know, cause, the, cause they feel that, cause they can win outright. What do you think? No, I, I, I think they're not going to do anything. Okay. Um, next up, will there be a measurable impact of the voter suppression side of things? Where because of making it harder to vote, you have close losses where the Democrats can legitimately point and say, if you hadn't made it harder to vote, more of our people would have turned out we would have won. Yes. I think the answer is a yes. I think that's going to be yes as well. But it's going to be one of those things that's, you know, sure, the Democrats can say that on the close races, but can they prove it? I don't know. But I'm going to say yes. I, I think that there will be a number of races across the country uh, in the congressional elections uh, where there will be a legitimate case that could be made that the margin of the loss was within what the difference that could have been made by those kinds of make it harder to vote efforts. Okay. Um, gerrymandering will gerrymandering make a significant difference along those significant. Lines? And I will answer first on this one. Significant? I, I, will answer, I will answer on that first. I, well, yeah, significance, a mushy word. You have to define okay. it and use it, but I'm going to say no. Um, and the reason is, uh, for those of, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this on the show yet. I, I, I mentioned something about it on our Slack, uh, a week or two ago. Um, at the beginning of the redistricting process, it looked like the Republicans were being fairly aggressive in a couple places and they were getting, they were building up like a five or six seat, uh, five to 10 seat, you know, advantage just through the redistricting process itself, which would be enough to flip the house of representatives by without anything else. Um, however, as the redistricting process has continued in more states, um, that's appeared less true for a couple of reasons. One, in quite a few states now, the Republicans have not gerrymandered as aggressively for a for increasing their majorities as they could have. Instead, they seem to be very aggressively gerrymandering for incumbent safety. So there's two different things. Like you can be you can be really aggressive of trying to pick pick up new seats, but instead of doing that, they seem to be they're just fortifying seats. They're they're fortifying what they have rather than trying to expand. Um, and mean and meanwhile, the Republicans, uh, sorry, and meanwhile, the Democrats um, have been more aggressive than people thought they would be in a couple of places to sort of balance things out. Um, and some of the nonpartisan uh, commissions in a variety of states haven't hurt the Democrats as much as people thought they could. 
um, you know, just in terms of the difference between what the nonpartisan commission came up with versus what the Democrats could have done if they took an aggressive gerrymander. So I'm going to say no. In the end, gerrymandering is a wash on the process. Uh, that's the word that um, uh, the, the guy who goes by the handle redistrict on Twitter uh, said he he called it a wash. And I think uh, I will defer to his judgment. He's uh, one of the big experts on this. And I, I think that's where we are. OK, your your call. Uh, my call is that uh, I, I don't think that it's going to have uh, the the gerrymandering itself will have a significant impact. Uh, I mean, a lot of you think it will not will not a lot of the data that came out specifically pointed that out that after all the data had been pulled on on how the districts were drawn that it seemed like it was a wash in the end. So right. I think that the answer yep. is, eh, no. Yeah, that's what I just yeah. said. So yeah. you agree. Yeah. Yay. Okay, uh, next up, and, and let's just, boom, here we go for the House and Senate questions. What will the election results in the House look like? And I, I will start, I'm, I usually predict- what, what, what will the election results in the House look like? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, like, uh, I'll tell you, like, numbers. Well, like, usually in previous years, I have given a numeric range of how many Democrats will be there or something like that. (laughs) I will tell you, I am not doing that this time. I am simply leaving it at the Republicans will take the House. I think the Republicans will also take the House as well. Yeah. And how about the Senate? I'll come out and I'll do the same thing there. The Republicans will take the Senate as well. I don't think the Republicans will take the Senate. Okay. So I am... Per- and, I, and, and I'm going to tell you what... Here's... Okay. I know that we're looking at this like right now 12 months in advance. I know you were talking about the tailwind. I am looking at what the hell is going on with the economy and whatever whatnot. And I do believe that a lot of the things that are a tailwind for the, for the Republicans, because of how crazy stuff has been, can shift from tailwind... To head win pretty quick. Yeah, I'll I'll, um, I'll, t- I'll tell you the two the two things. Like I, I I'm leaving my prediction how it is, but I hope you are correct uh, for the Senate, and I hope I'm I hope we're both wrong for the House. To be honest, uh, but I think the 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 biggest factors that could potentially flip the advantage away from the Republicans are what you just mentioned: the economy, straight out. Yep, the economy. Yep. Um, second is the the crazy factor in the Republican Party just going nuts. Yeah. And Donald Trump being out there and people, you know, the, the whole Trumpification of the party making people scared. Because, like, look, I, I think we saw evidence uh, with the Virginia and New Jersey elections that 2020 was not about Joe Biden and and approving was, of the Democratic it agenda. Trump. It was about, there, there's a huge swing group of people that normally would have voted Republican. If it was, if it was any old-fashioned, normal, Jeb Bush kind of Republican, they would vote Republican. But because it was Donald Trump, they were like, we are sick of this. We will vote for anybody but him. And I think that made the difference to... Uh, for for Biden to win, uh, and frankly, some of those poll numbers back in 2020 showed that 
a lot of the other Democrats wouldn't have done as well as Biden. So it was a combination of acceptable centrist Democrat plus anybody but Trump. Um, I think if if Trump if if you if the Republicans somehow manage to keep Trump at somewhat of a distance, that helps them. The more the louder he is and the more engaged he is, I think that hurts them. Um, the other factor that could come into play is the Roe versus Wade stuff as well, in terms of do you do yeah. do the Republicans overreach through the courts or through anything else that gets the Democrats really angry? And those are the things that I'm saying that we're are there are right now tailwinds that turn into headwinds. Yeah. Because yeah, they might get that, but you know, as was seen with like the Trump victory, you know, the fervor to get him out outweighed that. Yeah. Okay, in twenty in twenty twenty. And so you do something like this, given how politics has become so polarized, you talk about a polarizing event. That's going to be deeply polarizing. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see a scenario where the court overturns Roe versus Wade. You know, 25 states make abortion illegal. And the Democrats in barely red purple states get really angry and flip all those states back. You know, yeah. in, in terms of House seats, Senate seats, everything. And I, and to be clear, I said really close purple states. You're not flipping Wyoming or something. But, you know. No, no, no. But, you know, I, I, you know the other possibility, though, there is the that. The Georgias of the world, Arizonas, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Where, where things are. Well, um, North Carolinas, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's what we're talking and, about. And so if if you have sort of people scared of oh my God, the Republicans are completely crazy now uh, because they're only nominating people like Boebert and Crawthorn or whatever his name is and all these people and no no quote-unquote normal Republicans. I think that'll, that would help the Democrats. Um, and, uh, and, and and All right, let's not get bogged down on okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. We, next, we called next, it. Next, that next, we, next. Got the, we got the prediction. Okay, move, moving okay, on. So moving next, on, moving, moving on. along. Uh, we got some Trump stuff. Um Will Trump announce officially his intentions for 2024 this coming year? Or no, no, he's going to wait longer. I agree. I, he's not going to announce he's running. He's not going to announce he's not running. He's going to keep it ambiguous. He is purposely freezing out people on purpose this way. Yes. There is no way he's doing it. Yeah. He's got them over a barrel. No, it, it, everybody assumes that he's running, but he's not going to make it official uh, until as late as he can possibly get away with. And announcing in 2020, 20, in 2020, 2020, announcing in 2022 uh, would actually be exceptionally early. You, the, you generally wait till after the midterms. He is he, he is definitely not going to announce early. OK, next. No, um, we, we said that uh, Trump. Uh, you know, we well, we we disagreed on what was happening with the January sixth committee with regard to Trump, but on the state level, is any state going to indict Donald Trump for anything? Any state? I'd say New York State, probably. Yeah, I I would agree. Yes, I, I, I would say yes, and I will agree on New York. They're finally gonna finish whatever process they're doing, and there will be an indictment, not just of his org, but of him personally. And as a runner-up, I'm going to predict 
runner-up might not be the right term. I'm also going to predict that Georgia prosecutor who's looking into Donald Trump will also indict him for election interference. Mm. Okay. That'd be a cool one. Yeah. Okay. Next up, uh, any of Trump's family or close associates getting indicted this year? No. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, um, actually, I'm going to say yes. I think the New York and close associates, I think the New York indictment will catch some of the family. Okay. I'll take that back because it also refers to close associates. I'll say yes. There'll be a close associate. Somebody. Yes. Okay. Any federal indictments for Donald Trump? No, I will agree. No, if anything like that happens, it'll happen in 2023, not 2022. Um, next up, uh, on the federal level, Trump or any of his family or any it, Trump's family or close associates federally. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you said close associates as well. Uh, yeah. It leaves a, the, the, yeah. It leaves a broad, you know. Okay, I'll, I'll say yes. I mean, these guys love to be criminals. Yeah, some of these close associates, I mean, it, forget anything that happened during the Trump administration. They're probably criming right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, these guys are just, it's a, I mean, criming is their form of life. So, you know, <laughs> right. these guys don't have never met a crime that they don't like. Okay, next up, will Biden be alive at the end of 2022? Yes. Will Trump be alive at the end of 2022? I I I I I I I really feel very my my upbringing has made it that I can't wish I I find it very hard to wish for somebody to be dead. You you've been predicting Trump's death for like five years. I'm gonna predict Trump is gonna have a heart attack in 2022. Okay, there you go. But, but there, you're not drop dead. Wait, heart attack and die or just heart attack? Yes. Yeah, he's gonna have a heart attack and just die. Okay, um, I will predict both of th- I will predict both of them will be alive at the end of twenty twenty two. Neither one will die. Okay, will am, any- I'm not gonna I'm not gonna celebrate if Trump dies, but I will not be displeased. Right. Okay. Next up, will any of the Trump offspring announce candidacies for public office? Uh, no. I think these guys are just loving the money and not dealing with bullshit too much. I agree. Um, Will any member of Congress switch parties? No. I'm going to agree, no. Like, obviously the one people talk about is Manchin. Manchin Manchin is not going to do that. You're not going to do it. No. His whole identity is Democrat in West Virginia. I mean, he's Roger yeah, Bird's yeah. heir. Roger? For God's sake. Jesus. Robert. 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 Yeah. Robert Bird. Sorry. And frankly, you know, if, if he tried to run as a Republican, I mean, he may not be a great Democrat, but he wouldn't be a great Republican either. He's stuck in the middle. No, not particularly. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. You know, I, I have this problem. I actually like Joe Manchin, which really, <laughs> I, I mean, to me, it really, I, I get really driven crazy by... Because I like him. Okay. Um, to be fair to the other side, will Hunter Bart will Hunter Biden be charged with any felony? Uh I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no too. Okay. Um and um <laughs> uh, this is this is what we did last year that I'm just gonna do again because people keep thinking it's fading. 
In the last five curmudgeons corners, end of 2022, not counting the prediction show, how many will feature anything regarding Trump as a major part of the discussion? And I define that as as wait, actually to, showing or, up in the uh, the, the show note descriptions well, I write. Wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, wait. Or do you mean the 2022 ones? We're making a prediction? We are making a prediction. Like, we made this prediction last year. And in next- the last five, Commerge Corps before the end of 2022. Not counting the prediction show. Right, but this says 2021. I, I ju- so we're talking about next year. Yeah, years. sorry, I, fi- I fixed that. Uh, well, I, I, I'll fix that. Uh, yeah, forget the for, forget the document. Okay, yeah, we're Listen not talking about said. the ones that already happened. Yeah, yeah, no, not okay, the ones right, that already happened. We, we made just, that prediction last okay, year, and I'm we'll talk about ch- how we did next week. Okay, I'm just, I'm just double checking that I'm like, I'm not misunderstanding. There, I, I, I fixed, so, I fixed the doc we're looking at. Go ahead. I'm gonna say zero, zero. You think in? Yep. In, end of twenty two. I will say zero. I mean, how many have we had this year? Well, I, we I, I haven't any? counted it yet, but it has been non-zero. Uh, yeah, we, we, it has been not yes, zero. We've talked about Trump related things a decent amount what all year long. About? He has not disappeared. I mean, decent amount. No, I know we've talked about him, but I'm trying to remember. We talked about him the last five weeks, the last five episodes. Well, I wasn't here for a couple of them. Okay. So that may be it. Yeah. I, I, don't I, I, I wasn't going to count this until next week, but because you ask, let me do a quick search of the descriptions of yeah. the last five episodes. Hold on, I'm bringing it up. Um, add, okay, yeah, add, add, I, add, I'm working add, on add. It. My, my computer is struggling to stay alive, so it's slow. Staying alive, staying okay. alive. Uh, 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 in last uh. week's episode, we talked about how Trump w- had gone pro-vax. Oh, I wasn't. Uh, yes, okay, I no, wasn't here. No, you were there. That last week's episode, you were there. I was. yes. yes. Um, in the week before, oh yeah, so we did talk about a Trump Provax. Okay, so that's one. Yeah, in okay, the week yeah. before that, uh, you were not there. I talked about the Trump investigations. The week before that, you were there. We talked about Trump investigations. Uh, the week before that, so did we talk about Trump? I mean, we talked about no, no. That, we're talking about January sixth investigation. No, no. We, ta- we talked about the New York investigations. We talked about the obstruction investigation. We talked about norms and fuck. I guess we're talking. I guess we're talking about him a lot. So I guess I, 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 oh, I finished fuck. my count. Four out of the last five weeks, we talked about Trump. Jesus Christ, we're talking about this asshole way too much. Now there was one week we did. Okay, I'll. Go- that's 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 a terrible record it's a terrible record and i'm ashamed of it you know like right now yeah i'll say three three okay um i will say we match this year at four okay yeah all right uh, cause I, yeah, it, it, we, I mean, we just talked about, he's, he's involved in all kinds of stuff. He's messing around with elections. He's doing this, he's doing that. So yeah. Okay. That was the last question in the politics section. We spent, you know, a good deal of time on that. All the other segments are much shorter. They always are. So we are going to take a break. And when we come back, it'll be time for international back after this. You're listening to this podcast. Do you like it? No! Do you want to support the show? No! Well, after you have subscribed to the show, 
followed us on Facebook and told all your friends they should be listening to, what else can you do? I won't subscribe! You can help fund our Patreon at patreon.com slash curmudgeonscorner. Patreon is a way you can throw us a few bucks a month to help out with the expenses of the show. You know, web hosting, equipment, a little bit of advertising to promote the show, and maybe every once in a while some much-needed sedatives for Yvonne. At different contribution levels, you can get a mention on the show, a Curmudgeon's Corner postcard, or even a Curmudgeon's Corner mug. Fun stuff! Not fun! In any case, the contributions help tell us that you enjoy and appreciate the show. I really, really hate Curmudgeon's Corner! Are we worth a buck a month? No! Five bucks a month? No! Or if you are nuts about us, maybe even more. If we're worth anything to you at all, send it our way at patreon.com slash curmudgeons corner. Alex hates. Really, really hates. Curmudgeons Corner! That's really mean, isn't it? But I hate Curmudgeons Corner. But I really do! Okay. We are back. Um, and the first question is a request from our listener James. Um, will the Scottish government formally request a second referendum on Scottish independence in 2022? Ah, shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, God, James, what are you doing to me? Um, <laughs> um I'm going to go with a yes. I'll go with no. I, I think that, um, this this a will referendum. Ha- yeah, a sec- will, will they request a second referendum? Right. I I I'm gonna go with no. I think that this will happen eventually. I just think it's not gonna happen this coming year. Okay. Okay. Next up, will the U.S. be involved in any new wars? Mm, that's always a tough one. Mm. Gosh, I'm gonna. I'm going to say no. I will agree. I will say no. Hopefully that's optimistic. I would optimistic. like it to be no. Yeah. And, and there, there are a couple of questions later on that may apply to this, but okay. I'm going to say no. Uh, the Iran deal, does, did it get any traction actually bringing it back or some form of new Iran deal? There've been negotiations going on ever since Biden got into office, but they seem to be going nowhere at the moment. But I've heard that the deal is just in limbo. Yeah. And I think it's going to stick, stay in limbo for for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Uh, no formal reinstatement of the Iran deal or a new Iran deal in 2022. Uh, it, it's it's going to stay in limbo, just like you said. Next up are a few questions that you know are repeats from last year, but I thought they were still relevant. First up, will authoritarianism increase, decrease, or stay the same worldwide? This was a request from Bob like a year ago. Well, uh, I, I looked up an index that we could use to grade mm-hmm. this. There is a place called, and look, I'm not going to say this is author, uh, authoritative or not. Just just use something, okay? There's a place called freedomhouse.org that tracks, like, global freedom. Yes, yes. Theirs is well known. Okay, uh, around the world, okay? Um, and 
for the last 15 consecutive years, there has been a decline in global freedom. Right. I mean, it, it, I I gotta admit that I, I knew uh, off the top of my head, that was my instinct to say, you know, that that was the case. It's really depressing to see it uh, in data. Yeah. Um, Do we think that uh, trend will continue gonna, in 2022? It, it, it sure as hell will. I don't see stuff stopping this right now. I don't understand why people are... <sighs> okay with this but it, it's the reality that we have right now so um i i so, would agree uh, I, i'm gonna agree i think this will be reversed at some point but it's gonna get worse before it gets better i mean right now it's not good yeah i uh, mean even within our own country i mean it's just not good yeah exactly uh, um next up Putin's still in charge of Russia. So you're going to attract the, this is what we're going to use as a tracker. This is our. Yes. Our I agree card. on using that as the scorecard. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Putin's still in charge in Russia at the end of 2022. Unless he dies. Yeah. I'd agree. Yes. Now, now you're, you're giving an out that he may die in 2022. Do, no, the only, no, no. What I'm saying is that the answer is yes. That the only way he's leaving is by death. Okay. Okay, uh, I'll agree with that. So, so you would be right if either he is alive and in office, or he is dead and out of office. Correct. Okay, um, I will say he will be alive and still in office. I'll be more specific. Right. Uh, Boris Johnson still in charge in the UK. Uh, I think I no. No, I, I I think he's gonna hang on. I, I know he's been in. You think he's gonna hang on? I I think he, he he's had some issues lately. He's had a rough few months. Um, but I think he's gonna he's gonna stick it out. I, I, I think, think he self destructs. No, I'm gonna say no. I think he I think he self destructs sometime before the end of the year. He's good <laughs> at that. Okay. Now I, I guess the sub question then is, uh, then the the conservatives just. A, appoint a new one we're not going to have another election this year right you th you're thinking it's uh it's the conservative he, he the he just loses the faith of the conservative party and then yeah, because his just right exactly it's just because because his opposition his opposition is in such disarray i mean you know yeah okay yeah, yeah um, they just appoint somebody else i think i'll still be there i'll be there no i'm not going to be the prime minister of the uk i'll be no, I anyway, I think he'll still be there. Okay, next up, our classic question. Will Fidel Castro still be dead? Fidel Castro will continue to be dead. I agree. Okay. Next up. <laughs> next up. Will the Russians invade Ukraine? Now, I want to be specific on this because because you could argue that they already have. Mm, they course, already invaded Ukraine. They they already took Crimea. They're occupied there are Russian forces in eastern Ukraine right now that we know about. Right. The the question is lately they've been massing a huge amount of troops uh just outside the Ukrainian border. Will they affect will they openly invade in mass? with all of the with with a huge number of troops like not not like little covert things here and there but no like putin comes on tv in russia and says we invaded ukraine okay well i, I was gonna say you know I, I think that uh 
okay, will they do a full occupation of Ukraine? The Russians. Yeah, is that what, the question? Is the well, way you're the way I'm defining it is it it's like open, it's not covert. It's like Putin goes on television and says, "We have invaded Ukraine." Right, right, right. It will. It will. Yes, we are. I'm going to say no. Ah, uh, right. I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll let you do the analysis. There's a very good. You, you think that. you think the costs are just too high, right? Yeah, and and they've already gone through this and tried this shit before, you know, and it's been a disaster. So, you know. I, I I think the I I think the covert involvement and support of the local troops and yeah, uh, that will continue. Well, that- uh, and they yeah. will probably yeah. continue to be successful at that, and there will be and nibble some territory, and, and maybe nibble some more territory, and like you know, put some screws on them. Por- yeah, portions of eastern Ukraine that there there will continue to be parts of eastern Ukraine that are not under control of the central Ukrainian government. But I right. I think I'm going to agree that Putin will not do a an overt invasion of the kind I just described. Right. Like that, that's, that's like, it's good for the saber rattling. I think if he actually did it, it would, it would turn on him. Uh, you know, not militarily. I think militarily he'd probably succeed, but the, the, the knock on effects would be, would be bad. And so I think you're right that he's going to try it's to like everything that. that we talked about. I mean, you know, look, it's like our Iraq invasion, right? Hey, invading anybody's easy. Occupying them is the problem. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're both a no. Yeah. Okay, mo- moving on. Um, do the Chinese invade Taiwan? They've been talking... We, we, there's been lots of chatter no. about that recently, too. No. Crazy talk. No. No, it's insane. I agree, no. The... And for the same kind of reasons, the 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 cost of the kind of war that that would entail... And, and even if like, even if in both of these cases, right, the the Americans aren't going to come and go into direct conflict with the Russians or Chinese in, in, in either of these cases, probably. Although like we've been hedging our words on us if Taiwan happened, but like an out and out China America war would be disastrous for both countries. Nobody wants that. And and even if that well, didn't, here, here, and even if it other, didn't, but, but, even if it, but I just want to say, even if it didn't go straight to war, you know, the U.S. would want to retaliate economically, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we are so tied to China that would like be almost impossible and would hurt both countries massively. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, but look, it, it, here's the other thing. Look, Taiwan is armed to the teeth as right, well on their own. I mean, it's yeah, not exactly. Yeah. Yeah, on their own. It's not like they don't have any weapons. This isn't just, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, they're, they're not exactly like, like they have nothing. Okay. Um, and so I, I really think that, uh, that would be, uh, uh, that, that, I mean, that's not a easy task either. Um, I mean, I know that China has obviously a big, you know, military, but, 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 but it's, you know, look, I mean, as far as I remember, I mean, they have like advanced weaponry. They have like, 
F-16s. I mean, they have like, you know, anyway. Okay, okay. We're, we're, we're both a no. Shall we move on? No, no. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, any other invasions of anywhere by anybody? I hope not. Is Switzerland going to invade Italy? I hope not. Yes. <laughs> yes, Switzerland's invading they're gonna Italy. They're going to fight it out over to watches and the wine. <laughs> um, no, seriously. A- 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 any 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 major international any major invasion? Any ma- major international war like Brazil invading Argentina? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I mean, like, no. and, and by made, I guess, like. Enough so that it makes the news and we notice. <laughs> I mean, every year there's little skirmishes here and there, and like that doesn't count. Like, you know, even like, you know, India, Pakistan having some skirmishes, that doesn't count unless it's like they really go at it. It's not, it's not just a little border skirmish thing. Right. Okay. That's, that's the whole international section, unless you have more questions to add, Yvonne. I I do not have any more questions. Okay. At this time. So we will take a break and we will come I back. I yield my time. <laughs> we will come back and we, with Yvonne's favorite segment where he gets to make predictions oh, on the Dow, fuck. Bitcoin, oil, etc. Uh, we will be back. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This fucking section. My God, I want to set it on fire and shoot it for cannon into the sun. Just do that. <laughs> We will be back after this. <laughs> You're supposed to say do, do, do. Do, do, do. Alex Amzella. Alex Amzella is awesome. Its videos are fun. And today, once again, we have one of our most loyal subscribers here to tell you how awesome Alex Amzella is. I'd say on a rate from 1 to 10, Alex Emsla is awesome at, I don't know, 37, 82. He's pretty radical. His videos are phenomenal. They're full of creativity. And they're they're so funny and exciting to watch. Wow, what happened to your voice then, Amy? Was that dad pretending to be you? Because the audio was distorted when it really wasn't? Because... I told him to? Yes! Good job on remembering, Dad. Do, do, do! Okay, we are back, and let's start with the Dow Jones, and I will start, because I have my little <laughs> methodology here. Um, so, to remind those of you who aren't around every year, what, oh, what I do Jesus is I take Christ. the last 20 years of returns, and... <laughs> To get a 70% confidence interval, I toss out the three worst years and the three best years and figure that this coming year will be in between the range of the remaining years and then apply that to where the Dow ended right before the show. So, And, and what I do is basically be angrily forced to, to make your prediction that I don't want to make. So for this year, that range is from being down... to being up (laughs) 22.34%. And and so that results in the Dow will end, oh, and the Dow ended the year at 36,488. So that means my range for the Dow ending 2022 
is between 35,674 and 44,638. There's my range. Congratulations. Your turn. I'm going to predict that the Tao will end at 38,500 plus or minus 500. There you go. At least you did the plus or minus without me prompting. You've learned. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, (laughs) fine. Okay, so 3,500 plus or minus 500. There, are you happy now? There, There you got a Tao prediction. Yep, guaranteed to be wrong. Now, we only have 11 years of history of Bitcoin. I know that that really must frustrate you, Sam. So instead of dropping the top three and the bottom three, to get my 70% confidence interval, I'm dropping the, the worst year and I'm dropping the two best years. So that means from being down 59% to being up 1,369%. Applying that to where Bitcoin was a few hours ago, that gives us a range for Bitcoin. Yvonne always loves these. Uh, from 19,282 to 690,888. Holy shit. <laughs> that's your range? That's my range. What did you just say? I'll take everything. <laughs> All the numbers. <laughs> well, I'm excluding Bitcoin. I'm saying Bitcoin will not replicate its 2013 5,587% increase. I'm also saying it won't be as bad as its 2018 74% drop. So, you know, I'm restricting it. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that Bitcoin is going to be at 75,000 plus or minus 15,000. There you go. There. Done. Okay. Okay. There, there, there we go. Next up, Fuck. oil. And I'm talking specifically <laughs> West Texas Intermediate. Yeah, it's very important. Okay. Very important. Very, very important. Um, I applied a similar methodology here. Uh, my range is between $57 and $119. Actually, make that $120. Round it properly. Between $57 and $120. I'm going to say that oil is going to be at uh, $60 plus or minus $10. Okay. So it will be down definitively from where it is now. It's I think at 7650. So. I think so. Right yes. now. Okay. Okay. Um, next up, um, unemployment. All right. I'm, I'm changing the order up slightly from what's on the, your little cheat sheet, Yvonne. Um, we're, now we're talking about the November unemployment numbers since we will not have December in time for the show. Um, for reference right now, the November unemployment number was 4.2%. Um, my range, I'm giving all of mine first here, uh, is th- between 3.7% and 4.5% for next November. For the estimate as of this time, they always revise them later, blah, blah, blah. The estimate yeah, as of right, the time right. we do this. I will take a 4.5 plus or minus a half. Okay. So between 4 and 5. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and finally... Uh, the Q, 
the the way we did it this this last time was weird. Uh, it's not the for GDP for U.S. GDP. Uh, it's not like the whole year number. It's the annualized Q3 number. Okay. Um, and so my prediction for the annual annualized Q3 2022 growth for GDP, U.S. GDP is between 1.9% and 4.5%. And I used the same methodology I did on all these others, except I was looking the last 20 quarters and blah, 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 toss out the, the three best and worst. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with 2.5 plus or minus one. Okay. Um... And that, th that's all of these numeric ones I have. Oh, oh, you know, I didn't do one. Um, uh, deficit. Like, we've done this numeric on years past. Oh, I didn't fuck. bother doing it this time, so I have nothing prepared. Oh, what the hell's a goddamn... What do you want to say about the deficit? What the hell's a goddamn deficit at right now? I don't know. It's like a... <laughs> I think it was like... It was like closing it on $3 trillion because we were just burning through money like idiots. Um, Something. I don't know. I didn't... Bring it up this the time. The deficit is going to be at a trillion dollars. Hasn't it been at a trillion for like a long time? That is that predicting anything interesting? I guess it won't go down. Well, no, it is going down. This year is like three trillion. I'm predicting it's going to go down because okay. we're not going to have any of oh. these massive stimuluses is whatever. Oh, okay. So what's what's your range then? Yeah, I, I thought you were just saying would, above no, one. No, I'll say like a trillion, much. like pl uh, plus. You know, it's going to be somewhere in a range. I'd say between seven hundred and fifty and one point two five trillion dollars. I think I'm I'm a little fair, fairly more confident on this one than others. Okay. Yeah, I think the deficit will be like in the low one trillion range. Okay. Um, I since I haven't prepared for this, I will just say the deficit will go down. And that's as okay. That's as far. Well, as that's all. a prediction. Yeah. Okay. Works for me. Next up, will we have a confirmed recession before the end of the year? So the the latest that could happen, uh, we will allow it if no. if the two if the two quarters are Q uh, are Q four of this year and Q one of next year, we would allow that. But will we have a confirmed recession before the end? No. I don't. No, not in twenty twenty two. I think we're not in a recession that's further down the pike, but but not in 2022, no. Okay. Um, I will agree. Uh, no, I think we're, we, we seem to be, we seem to be growing nicely now. We're going to continue to recover from COVID. So, yay. Okay. Um, and these last two, I almost never say anything on. I just ask you, uh, what well-known company will go bankrupt? Owlsmate Productions. I, I don't. I don't expect any large, uh, well-known company that that we're cur currently tracking. That um, usually we've defined this before as it has to be a Fortune 500 company. Right. I don't expect that there's anybody in the Fortune 500 this year. If they were going to file for bankruptcy or shut down, it would have done it by now. I, I don't expect anybody right now in the Fortune 500 to unexpectedly go and file for bankruptcy right now. Okay, I, I will piggyback you. Uh, uh, I will piggyback off you and agree and say there won't be any. Um, like I really have no idea, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll trust you. You're, you're the expert here, right? Well, if you say so. <laughs> okay. Next up, 
any major mergers or acquisitions that will be interesting enough that we might talk about them on the show? No. And the reason is that, uh, look, the Biden administration has taken quite a more assiduous eye towards uh, M&A to limit monopoly. So I, I really, you know, the, the companies, you know, they're making acquisitions, but not like, it's not like all of a sudden you're going to hear it Facebook and uh, Apple are merging or some crazy shit like that. No, no, we haven't had one of those in a while. How about the long rumored like Apple and Disney or something like that? Not nothing like that either. Nah, nah, no way, nah, not happening. No. Okay. No, those. That's the thing. The scrutiny. If anybody was going to do something like that, it was going to be under the Trump administration, right? You know, like AT and T merged with, with uh, what you call it? Uh, they bought uh, uh, HBO, Time Warner, right, right, whatever that kind of stuff. But I don't expect any of that. Like now, now, they're all worried that's not going to get through. So okay. Uh, and uh, do you have any questions that you actually like about the economy that you would like to add to this section as opposed to all these numerical bullshit stuff? Uh, no, no, I think we're fine with our prediction of the economy right now. Okay. We're done with the topic then we will come back with technology and, uh, see where we go with that. Um, and, uh, we will be back right after this. AfricaFocus.org features high-quality analysis and progressive advocacy on African issues with a particular attention to priority issues affecting the entire continent. The heart of the website is the Africa Focus Bulletin. Other features include regularly updated Africa-related news feeds and a set of country pages with extensive background and links on each African country. If you follow African issues or are even curious, visit africafocus.org today. Okay, we are back. It is time for technology, which we've, for years, we've considered killing because... There's just not as much interesting happening in technology anymore. At least we don't talk about it on the show as much as we used to. A new brand of pencils. But we always come back and leave it in any way. Um, so I'll start out with a very generic one. Is there going to be any big, significant tech development that is impactful enough that we're going to want to devote a segment on the show to it? A new brand of crayons. Oh no! Um, I uh, any uh no. Yeah, it's not like we're gonna have driverless cars in twenty twenty two. Uh, I don't think we're we're not gonna put anybody on the moon in twenty twenty two, or Mars. Yeah, maybe maybe sooner after. But I'm gonna agree with that. Not twenty twenty two. We've had a few opportunities. I mean, we've had a couple times where we've talked about tech-related stuff over the course of the last year, um, including like some space stuff. But they've been they've are, been. Our car is going to drive full. Our car is going to be fully driverless at the end of twenty two. No. Uh, are, are are we going to land on the moon 
or Mars. Twenty twenty two. You're 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 like getting no. to some of the questions right after this, but the, but the point is, like I was going to say, even when we have talked about but I'm tech this about year, anything significant. Even what when the hell do we even got? when we have talked about tech this year, it hasn't felt like something that's like mind blowing or significant and like we maybe we have done one or two segments on tech I mean, stuff about, but... the, about the only thing that i think that we got most excited about this year was all these people rocketing into space yes we talked we talked about a couple of those over the course of the year um and and we didn't have any dead billionaires in our no hands. dead billionaires we we they were a couple successful launches so that that made I mean, the, we were wondering i guess that see a billionaire bro, blow up in a rocket that didn't happen. I, I guess that made the cut for this year so maybe something like that, like, you know, but, you know, there, you know, I, we had on our potential topics list, you know, some of these like, um, like the, 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 the Java bug that was, uh, the, the, the log for J thing that, uh, vulnerability that all kinds of places had to patch. There were a couple outages that were interesting. There was, um, uh, more ransomware kind of stuff this year. So there, there were a few things, but like none of them feel like they rise to the level of significant. I mean, even like the space launches this year. So I'm going to agree like, no. I mean, yeah, Shatner went to space for 10 minutes. But is that really significant? I mean, we yes, we did talk about it on the show, but I, I don't know. Like, I guess, you know, one of these rockets could blow up next year. That might... Like, I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Okay, next. You know, you touched on this. Any space travel milestones this coming year? Uh, no. I, I'm going to say yes. And I... No, uh, wait, 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 wait. Well, we're going to get maybe uh, people... Uh, no, but we already got people. Yeah, you... Yeah. <laughs> We, we, I mean, SpaceX already took people up to the freaking capsule. No, I'm saying no. You're right. They, 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 they've taken people to the space station. So like an orbital thing wouldn't be a. Right. So another orbital trip isn't a big deal. Yeah. I was going to say something about a commercial orbital flight, but you're right. SpaceX is already kind of doing that to the space station. They're not, they're not selling tickets yet, which like, like they are for these other joy rides, but is it really a big milestone if they do sell a ticket at this point? Because they've proven the technology. Not really. And like you said. Right. I mean, wasn't some billionaire up on the ISS? How did he get up there? Well, yeah, they've done they've done that for years. Like, I mean, space, yeah, so yeah. Um, and you're right. You know, he's going to give a shit if some other, some other fucking rocket. <laughs> and the moon is probably a few years away. Mars is further. Right. Um, you know, Elon already sent a car to space. I mean, what else right. can you do? I, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, and we, you know, I'm going to ask questions about the, the James Webb telescope in a second. But, like, that's, you know, yeah, it's a new and better telescope. But it's like, we do this stuff routinely now. Yep. I mean, not quite routinely. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. So, we're both knows. Um, will Sam get his new M chip series iMac in 2022. Yes. <laughs> yes, I goddamn better. Like th- this this last week, I mean literally I'm I'm starting to perform heroic measures to keep this old computer alive. I it, it, it was non-functional for more than half the week and I had to like 
it, it was kernel panicking all the time, rebooting constantly. Like there was a point where I couldn't even get it to boot. Uh, I'm obviously up and running right now, but like it was painful to get it back to this point. I am running on fumes trying to make it to when Apple releases this goddamn fucking computer. So like I will be very excited and order on the first day when it's available. And they better freaking release the one I want this year or I'm going to be very, very upset. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, next up. Um, you mentioned no true self-driving this year. Any self-driving milestones this year? Like something that we could definitely point to that says there's a significant change between 2020 and 2021? No, I, I don't see it. And I, I just continued know, continued incremental improvements to driver yeah. assist technology. Basically, yeah. I tell you what, that today my my Volvo, uh, you know, assist technology like confused the fucking exit ramp as a lane on the road and made a really weird fucking reaction. And and <laughs> I was I was not amused. I mean, uh, I'm holding the wheel the whole time, so it, it, uh, I mean, I wasn't going to let it do it, but but it did try to react in the wrong way. And it, what I, I I was like. I'm like thinking, fuck, man, we're still so far away. That's all I can think of, of this damn thing doing it on its own. And, and and I'll add to that, like this this last week, we've had snow here in Seattle. And you once again have a raft of videos of people trying to drive in the snow in Seattle, where not only are people not used to them, not only are people not used to it, but they're huge hills. And so these people are skidding out of control and doing yeah. one or the thing. And, and like, for, you know, beyond like routine, good weather driving, like to really and truly be at true self-driving, these things have to be able to handle bad weather and as well. Yeah. And we are so far from that. Yeah. Like, they, they, you the know, cameras you, get, you, get blocked and they're like dead. They're like, sayonara, we're not working. Yeah, and I guess you can you can make somewhat of an exception and say like you know hey they can drive under certain conditions but not others but we're still a long way like you said there you know you you mentioned your your driver assist that's not like nobody's claiming that that's true self driving no. but like you watch these videos of Elon Musk's uh, of the Telsas uh, Telsas uh, Telsas uh, of the yeah. Teslas on the te you watch the videos of the Teslas doing. Uh, is in the full self-driving mode that's released now. And look, it's pretty it's impressive. The they can do a lot of things, but... But they make the but, mistakes like what I just said. Same shit. You're yeah. like scared they out of keep, your mind. They keep doing really stupid things enough... Scary that shit. They, it, they just... really, really, really mean it when they're like, you have to still be paying attention at all times. Yeah. yeah. Anyway... All right, let's keep going with our... Okay, enough self-driving. Next up, will the James Webb Space Telescope that launched on Christmas Day successfully start its operations? So far, so good. It's like almost halfway to its destination. Uh, it's slowly unfolding all the things it has to unfold, but it'll be months yet until it's due to actually go into full operational mode. Will it get there successfully? Uh, I I think so. They've been really good at this lately. They've you know they've, you know we had a, a a a rash many years back of like failed missions and that hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. So I I really expect this thing to work. 
Uh, the other way of looking at that is we're due. I guess, but no, I think that this puppy will work. I think they learned a lot from some of those failed missions in the past in order to make sure that it, they they made things that you know that there there was it was there was enough redundancy and backup in order to make sure that that kind of shit didn't happen. I will agree. I will say that uh, it will successfully start operations, uh, and will will before the end of the year we'll see some cool stuff from it. You know, so I don't know what that cool stuff is going to be. Uh, but there'll be some cool stuff. It'll be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, next up, uh, we talked about mergers and acquisitions in the economic section, but specifically in the tech world. Um, one of the things we keep hearing about is, is, is antitrust stuff against tech companies. On the one hand, you have like liberals against certain tech companies for certain things, but you also have the conservatives that we've all heard of. Right. I'll say no. You mean successful actions or uh, the start of an action? Ivan, are you there? I mean, but my question is, do you mean successful actions or the start of an action? Hello? I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, God. Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yo. Oh, God. Fuck. I can hear you. Can you... Hello? Hello. Hello. It just came back. Okay. You're back. Okay. You're back. Holy shit. It like locked up for like a minute and a half and then came back right before I was going to force quit it. See, we, we, we were talking about my, uh, my computer and its reliability. So there you go. It was, it was taking a break. It it, it went to get, it was taking a break. Yeah. Well, there you go. It was reliable. It came back. I mean, it was just, you know, it needed a little, you know, like, uh, you know, like basketball players. They they go and they sit down and rest for a minute and they come back. <laughs> exactly. You know, it just needed a break. Yeah. yeah it's, it needed a break. Anyway, I was, I was asking you any major antitrust actions in the tech world. So what I, the question I asked, what, is it like filing this year or like completed? I mean, you mean a new, you know, because those take eight years. Yeah, let's just say a new action where it's reported that the government wants some sort of action. Obviously, it will take a long time to actually. And would an investigation count? Yeah, sure. A major action by the government on the antitrust front, it doesn't have to complete in the year. Yeah, I I do think that they need to do something. Okay. But I don't think that they're organized enough or understand enough. What the fuck? needs to happen in order to take any meaningful action. So I'm going to say that they're not going to do anything. Even start anything? Nothing nothing happens in 2022. Um, Nothing happens in 2022. I'm going to agree. This seems like the kind of thing that's always lots of talk, but nobody actually doing anything. Uh, for I think the, the big problem is because they don't know what the hell to I do. I think they don't know what to do. I think that they feel like something has to happen, but A, they don't know what, and B, they're really, really scared of fucking things up worse. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, and yeah. I, and honestly, I think that's a very likely outcome if the government started trying to meddle in things. Like, I, I'm not at all saying that the current situation with big tech is great. I mean, I think there are a lot of places where you might actually... It's just that the government could just make it, just create an even bigger mess. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of places where I feel like you might actually have benefit for the end user of breaking up some of the bigger companies. Yeah. But the details of exactly how you do it and what the what the structure is after the fact are vitally important. And I, 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 I think it's not just that I don't believe they'll do it right. I believe the organizations themselves don't have a lot of confidence that they can navigate that in a way that they're guaranteed to get a good outcome. Right. And as you mentioned, if they started down that road, there'd be years and years of litigation before anything actually happened anyway. Um, and yeah, the situation changes completely between the beginning and end. I mean, if you remember the whole thing with Microsoft and Netscape, I mean, yep. by the time that whole thing finished, like the whole environment had changed to the point where the initial complaint was like ancient history. Moot. You know, right? I mean, and in fact, they yeah they they did effectively kill Netscape, and Netscape had a reason to complain. But by the time like they got to the end of it, what was done was done essentially. So anyway, but even still, the whole thing with the browsers became irrelevant in the, in the first place in the future. Where I mean, Internet Explorer is now dead. Well, they have ed Edge or whatever, <laughs> don't they have? They have something. Yeah, who the fuck? Who the fuck uses Edge? I don't know anybody who's, I, I mean, seriously, what the hell is the market share of the Edge browser out there right you now? Know, I, I, Have you ever used I, it? Well, I don't use Windows, so no. Um, but I, yeah, I saw you a little- ever sat down on a Windows computer and used Edge? I, mean, I saw I, a little animation no, recently no, of like market share, shit. but, uh, you know. Yeah. Let's see. Browser, uh, web browser share. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, look this up for us. Browser market share worldwide. Okay, here we go. Okay, so uh, uh, number one by far is Chrome. Then some, uh, let's see, what's, what's this line here? Safari second. Okay. Uh, I mean, Jesus uh, it's it's some tiny percentage. It's not even like one percent for Edge. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like doesn't exist. Yeah, here's Edge. Yeah, Edge. It, it it's oh god, come on, chart. Read me the near number. Opera UC browser. IE has point seventy three percent. And Edge has, I, I I can't find it. So I've I've got a November. I'm looking at StatCounter.com. Uh huh. Their world their worldwide market share top six at the moment. Chrome sixty four point one percent. Right. Safari nineteen point two percent. Edge four point two percent. Firefox three point nine. Samsung Internet 2.8 and Opera 2.3. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. I mean, how 
bad is it that I mean that, I mean you know that is just really pathetic market share for Edge. So my point is exactly. I mean they're gone, gone, literally. Yeah. I mean, some piece of shit called Samsung Internet has 2.8%. I mean, who the fuck even uses that shit? Never even heard of it. It, it, It's probably the default on some Samsung phones. I'm sure it's gotta be. It's the only way anybody's using it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we all agree no antitrust in the tech world. Um, yeah. Next up, any any hot tech company that's not really on the radar today that you want to call out that might be interesting in 2022? I have nothing. I, I have not been watching like startups and all this kind of nonsense. And I don't know. My, my, and listen, there's so many fucking people pushing so many bullshit startups and crypto and bullshit and whatever right now that every time I see all these fucking nouveau tech people, I just roll my eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. Like a lot of this stuff right now is people scrambling to find it, it, There's too many people trying to get rich quick. And not enough people trying to actually figure out oh good my God. services that don't exist Dude. that can improve people's lives. Can I just, I mean, and I think that that's the key. I mean, I mean, I thought that almost every time that we came up some brainstorm with some idea, it was like, hey, I remember we did one where we were talking about a news aggregation mm. service in order to give people like a better, a b- better way to looking at the news and whatnot, whatever, whatnot. But, you know, there was some kind of value in this. I mean, I see these people going into crypto. What the hell are they even doing? Wh- what? I mean, one of them admitted, well, I know this is just like, you know, gambling in a casino. So I'm like, wait, oh, gee. Well, and you see all. And you see all the time these things where somebody presents an idea and you see people making fun of it because they're like, we're going to do Uber, but with scheduled routes and vehicles (laughs) that can hold lots of people. And you're like, so. Is that those buses? Yeah. So you invented a bus? (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's your big new thing? Gee, thank They invented bus routes, Sam. <laughs> Unbelievable. And and, and 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 oh oh, it's gonna be on. You know, we're we're gonna use blockchain for it. Yes, yes. Your your the schedules will be secured by blockchain. Yes, because that's the thing. Because you have to use blockchain. Black blockchain, exactly. Yes. Uh, well, and that brings us to what's going to be going on with NFTs a year from now. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Look, I, I, I see these people. They're all like, you know, I, look, can I just read this? Miami right now is, is turning into some kind of cryptocurrency trading center, okay? And all these people are over here just, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Why do you need to be... Why do you need to be at a center? Isn't this all computerized? Yeah, I, I'm not going to predict for cryptocurrencies in general. I feel like at some point they have to crash and stay crashed, which makes me like, I, I'm still doing my thing where I'm buying, I'm I'm like buying a little bit more crypto each week, just a little bit, you know, but I'm, I'm getting it to the point where I'm like, 
Uh, at some point, I, I'm, I'm not going to pull all the money out of it, I don't think, but at some point I might stop putting more in. Uh, and I'm starting to think, what point will that be? And trying to figure that out for myself. Because I fundamentally think at some point, these will completely burn. All but maybe one or two might stick around. But most of the stuff will remain that way. Um, the vast majority of these coins that are out there. But I'm not going to predict that for 2022 for cryptocurrency in general. But for NFTs specifically, I'm going to say that will completely crash and die before the end of 2022 because people will realize how bullshit it is. Look, I, 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 I hope so. I mean, I hope so. But I'm going to say they're not going to crash because I, right now, I, because so many people are invested mm. into this horse shit. Because the fundamental thing with NFTs is like, yeah, sure. I mean, all all it it's is effectively all it is is a crypto verified receipt that you bought the thing. Actually, enforcing anything about ownership rights via the NFT receipts is still a real world thing that somebody has to acknowledge and somebody has to do things. And most of these things are just pointing at a URL for an image or something that is absolutely nothing stopping anybody else from copying it and using it because the NFT isn't even associated with an actual copyright claim. So, like, you can't even use copyright law to, like, enforce your purchase. It's nothing. And so, anyway, yeah, I, you may be right, but well, I, well. By the way, I, I, I went look when uh, in my previous job, we had built a fucking enforcement mechanism for this kind of mm -hmm. shit. We didn't call it an NFT. All right, because it was rights management for photographs and stuff. Exactly. And but the thing is that you know what we what we were we were planning on building was a web crawler to basically go and <laughs> hey find out if your damn image is being used and then if you found it either you know demand that they pay or force it to be taken down in order for the fucking NFT to work but then these people watch the NFT and then I said Wait, no enforcement mechanism? How does, is this going to work? And then all these people started spending millions on it. And I'm baffled because I'm like, what are you guys buying again? Like the article about the person who spent $10 million on the stupid monkey picture included the monkey picture. And we passed it around and retweeted it. And, right. and we're all using the monkey picture. Right. You know, and... and and even the mechanisms that you talked about in terms of like, if you did have an enforcement exercise, there's still, there's still fair use on it. And there's still the question of, okay, you were the first one to claim ownership of it, but did you really have ownership with it? Is it registered in some other real world way? Because one of the NFT problems right now right. is people just scraping the internet regardless of who created, regardless of who created the thing initially. It's just, it's anyway. Okay, well, next, anyway. next, next. All right, all right. We, we, we digress and drag on the show into more hours. Next! Next! What's the situation with corporate work from home at the end of 2022? I, I think uh, we're status quo. About the same as we are right now. Yeah, basically. So lots and lots of people still working from home. Some companies trying to bring people back in, but nowhere near where we were back in 2019. Correct. I will agree with that. I, I will actually predict a little bit more acceptance of permanent work from home 
just because the longer this freaking thing goes on, the harder it is to put the genie back in the bottle. Okay, and that is the end of the technology section. We will be back right after this with HodgePodge. And that's the last segment of the show. We'll be back right after this. Popery! Alex and the West. Bang Alex and Dad. Gaming videos and more from Alex. Elementary school fight day. YouTube by night. AlexMZilla.com. AlexMZilla is A L E X M X E L A. And dot com is period and then C O M. Okay, we are back. It is time for HodgePodge. Woo! HodgePodge! Oh, yeah, potpourri. I'm sorry, Yvonne. Potpourri. HodgePodge. Okay, starting off, what well-known people will die? (laughs) Well, I said Trump. You did say Trump. Who else? I I will repeat my prediction from last year, because neither one happened. Queen Elizabeth and Jimmy Carter. Oh, gosh. This is the most morbid subject segment we have. Um, I will... Um, I, I'm assuming neither one of those die in the next, you know, 24 hours or so. Otherwise, I'll, you know... I'm going to stick with uh, just Trump. Just Trump? Um, I, 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 yeah. I'm sticking with my two. If they happen to die in the trailing minutes of um, of 2021, then I guess I have no prediction for 2022, because those are the ones that are in my head. Uh, oh, oh. I'll add Betty White. Oh, come on! <laughs> oh! You know, they've they've all had long, good lives. I know! I know! I know! I know! You know, so... Uh, I know! I know! It's the way it works. Okay, next up. <sighs> Will 2022 be the warmest year ever recorded? Yes. I will agree. Yes. I, I mean, every year at this point is I mean, either... Unless we get a massive volcano to erupt again. I mean, we're kind of like in this, you know, or somebody starts with some kind of like fucking, you know, we've talked about uh, all these uh, uh, things that we could do to like affect the climate, you know, if we did certain things. And I mean, I've heard certain people talk about it, CO2 extraction, other stuff or whatever. But But the other big thing that could happen is just a big volcano blowing up. Yeah, that 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 could help for a little while. Um, it, it's th- helped before for several years. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, uh, so I mean, that could. I mean, we could have a volcano blowing up, but I, I mean, unless we have that, I think that we're on track. Yeah, I, I just here the ten hottest years on record globally. Let's just you know, because if we're not number one, we're going to be in the top few. Because look at this: the top ten, the ten hottest years. 2016, 2019, 2015, and th- this this article I don't think includes 2020 or 2021 yet, uh, but 2016, 2019, 2015, 2017, 2018, 2014, 2010, 2013, 2005, 2009. Like, yeah, all of those years are recent. Right. <laughs> No, um, anyway, um, we're, we're, 
I will say yes to, to the hottest ever. Okay, next up to define this. The, the WHO defines this term. Worldwide, is the pandemic over by the end of 2022? No. According to the WHO? I think no. No? I'm going to agree no. Like, obviously, we'll have to continue to adapt how we deal with it, and we'll have predictions in a minute on whether it's better or worse than we've had recently. But, um, and, and spoiler, I think it's going to get better from here. Oh, it's going to get better. It's not going to get worse, but yeah. But it's not going to be over. No, it's not going to be over. Especially on a worldwide basis. Right. You know. Um, okay. Uh, and, and defining that term, it's as, as determined by the World Health Organization. Okay. Um, what month of the year will the peak worldwide deaths per day from the pandemic happen uh, in 2022? I'm going to say January. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say it's yep. January. I am. I'm agreeing with you. I'm going to say January. Because there will be enough treatments and different things. I mean, we've come out with pills, things, I don't know, everything. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Vaccines, pills, every yeah. Agreed. Okay, next up, on a worldwide basis, what will be the total number of official COVID deaths since the beginning of the pandemic? And just for reference, right now, on a worldwide basis, we're at 5.44 million worldwide COVID deaths. Jesus Christ. I'll say 7.5 million. Plus or minus? Plus or minus a million, maybe? No, it's mm. plus or minus 500,000. You, you stole my answer. Slightly less. I'll go for... No, no, not that low. I'll, I'll go higher. Fine. I'll go with 8 million, plus or minus 500,000. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Now, um, the peak worldwide deaths per day. So not what month it'll happen in, but the actual, like, on a worldwide basis, how many deaths per day uh, will be our, our peak worst number for the year. Uh, and to give you a reference on that as well as a starting point right now. As we're recording, we're at about 6,000 deaths per day. However, we're in that little dip that typically comes with holidays. Uh, over, the last couple, over the last couple months, we've averaged around 7,000 deaths per day worldwide. What will be the worst worldwide deaths per day in 2022? Seven-day average. Uh, 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 7,000. Plus or minus? Uh, a thousand. I'll do eight thousand plus or minus a thousand. So slightly higher than yours. Um, okay. What percentage of the world will be quote unquote fully vaccinated by the end of 2022? The current number for that is 49%. Uh, but just to point out, like, there's been talk about whether or not the definition of fully vaccinated needs to change. Right now, it's like 
one dose, one dose for J and J, two doses for the others. But do boosters need to start counting and blah blah blah? So I don't know where that'll end up. But at, at the moment, it's defined as the initial prescribed course, not counting boosters. We're at forty nine percent right now for the whole world. Where do we think we'll be at the end of the year? I'll say sixty uh, percent, plus or minus, plus or minus two two points. I'll do 65 plus or minus five. Okay. Okay. A few more pandemic things to round this out. Uh, All of those were worldwide. Basically the same thing for U.S. Uh, What month will the U.S. peak deaths be? I'm going to say January as well, just like world. Yeah, January. Um, peak, uh, Peak U.S. deaths per day. And let me get you the the number on that on what it hold on U.S. Okay, okay. Uh, so peak U.S. deaths per day in 2022. Uh, for reference, right now that's about 1140 per day. Uh, but recently, again, we're in that sort of holiday dip. Recently, it's been as high as thirteen seventy seven. Where do we think we're going to? What? 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 What's your? What's your prediction? You want me to go first? Okay, I will go first. Yeah. I will do the peak in the U.S. Uh, let's call it. I don't think it's going to go much higher than it is right now. Actually, although we might have a little bit of a spike from Omicron yet. Let's say between fourteen hundred and fifteen hundred. I'm going to go with uh, uh, 1,500 plus or minus 50. Okay. And uh, obviously, like, you know, these things could get worse. I'm being somewhat optimistic here and crossing my fingers that, you know, we're not actually going to get much worse than we are now. Um, Total U.S. deaths by the end of the next year uh, and the total number right now uh, is just slightly under 846,000. Okay. So where will we be? Well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I'll say 1.25 million plus or minus 0.25 million. So between 1 million and 1.5 million. Hmm. Damn. Uh, you stole my number. <laughs> Payback. Uh, I'll have to go lower. I'll go 1.1 million plus or minus 250,000. Okay. No, not plus or minus like 50,000. Um and then fine we did world. Uh so right now uh US fully vaccinated is at 61.5% of the total population. Uh where do we think we'll be by the end of the year? I will say uh, 75 plus or minus uh, yeah uh, uh, we'll be between 70 and 75 i think we're gonna have a real hard time getting harder than that because people are uh, getting higher than that because people are so dug in i'll go uh, between 68 and 72 percent okay and uh let's see uh i that's all the questions i had prepared but this last hodgepodge section was mostly pandemic uh, aside from a couple things do you have any other random hodgepodge things to throw in before we wrap this sucker up uh let's see i predict 
that Sam will not go to the office <laughs> not one day in 2022. Not one day. Not even, like, for a single meeting. Nope. I predict that you will not go to the office again during 2022. You did not go during 2021, correct? I did not. Not a single day. No. So I predict that that will be, there will be a repeat in 2022. I will predict that my streak will end. I hope I will not be on a regular schedule going into the office again, but I will predict that I will go in on for, for some sort of specific, like there's a real reason to have a meeting and I go in for it or something like that. Okay, so Sam predicts that he will be in the office. Okay, so that was a prediction. Okay. But but hopefully not a lot. <laughs> hopefully not a lot. But I, I, I think uh, I'm not going to maintain a streak for another year of absolutely no in-person. Um, and uh, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, a, 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 anything? Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Um, well, I brought that one up. So you, 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 you know. I know I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, I, I don't want to do a prediction about myself because then I could influence that. Right. Like, you know, I mean, I did that I, prediction about you. About right. Yourself. Right. Do a prediction about well, yourself. Well, like, like for instance, about yourself. we've mentioned in previous years, I could make a prediction like. Well, you could make a prediction about me. Well, yeah, but like if I made a prediction like I will break another bone. In twenty twenty two. Well, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's. You, you don't want me to be in a scenario where, come December, I haven't broken a bone yet, so I decide I have to throw myself yeah, down I, the stairs. I would like, I would like you not to do that. Yes, let's not do that kind of prediction. You're gonna break another bone. Yeah. And you're going to die. No, no, no. Let's not make that prediction. I mean, there is a prediction that is obvious out there. If I threw your office prediction, what would be the equivalent prediction you could make about me during twenty twenty two? Something that I did very frequently that I have not done in a long time. Yes, yes. Uh, you will fly for work in 2022. I will predict that you will fly for work in 2022. And I will I will give a range. Uh, you will fly between five and ten times over the course of the year. Jesus, you predict that much? Wow. Okay. All right. Because, you know... You say so. Now, are you trying to convince me to go lower? I originally was thinking, like, a little bit lower, but I decided I decided to be optimistic. No, I... I, I, I it's just... I'm not... I'm, no, you're more... Opti- no, you're being very optimistic. I I, I mean, you're th- thinking between five and ten. Well, five, okay. I think five's a good... No, that's a good range. Okay. If I, Because you know what's going to happen? If I go on one trip... Then the floodgates are open. Yeah, basically. That's really what's going to happen. I, I mean, because, yeah, because, like, either things will remain so locked down that nobody's thinking about travel unless it's absolutely necessary. Right. Or things will loosen up to the point where you're like, yeah, I can do this. And then you're going to do a bunch. Right. But I, but notice I'm not predicting that you're going to do, like, 20 or something. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Okay. That's a, all right. That's a prediction. Okay, I, 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 we're both out of ideas. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done. Are we done? Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, um, and we did not go three hours. Yeah. We have done 
prediction shows that have gone three hours. We did not do that this time. So very happy about that. Yay, us. Okay. Uh, with that, um, next week will be uh, a- absent like another January 6th type event. Next week, we will be reviewing the predictions that we made for 2021. Um, and to see how we did and hold ourselves accountable. And, you know, we'll go from there. And, you know, and we've been on a downward trend recently. We'll see if we reversed it. Maybe. <laughs> I hope so. Um, in, in any case, uh, in the meantime, uh, you know how to reach us. Go to curmudgeons-corner.com. Uh, there you can see an archive of our shows. You can see... Um, all the ways to contact us, email, Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, you can go to our Patreon. It's linked from there as well. Um, and at various levels of donation, uh, of monthly donation, you can get us mentioning you on the show, a postcard, us ringing a bell, uh, you know, a mug. Um, at the highest levels... You know, at the highest levels, you can, you know, it, it, uh, on our Convention's Corner Slack this week, Bob was complaining about the breaks in last week's show. Because, like, I ran out of, I had to remove some of our regular breaks because they just weren't relevant or accurate anymore. And so I included some of our really old breaks where I just sort of make babbling noises or or other members of my family do. Um, and Bob was complaining about those. Uh, and they're picked randomly. I keep an inventory of 10 at our very highest Patreon level, which nobody has ever done, by the way. You can get a break inserted, you know, for uh, some amount of time. I forget what we said uh, for the show. Um, and, you know, if, if if you've got a worthy cause and you want to talk to us about including a break, just talk to us. We'll, we'll keep an open mind. Uh, but in any case... At $2 a month or more, or if you contact us through any of the ways I mentioned and ask us really nicely, we will invite you to our Curmudgeons Corner Slack, which is a place where Yvonne and I and a variety of our listeners are exchanging links and chatting about the news and other things throughout the week. We would love to have more of you there. Uh, But in the meantime, Yvonne, what are a few things we talked about on the Curmudgeons Corner Slack in the last week or so that we have not talked about on the show? Uh, what have we not talked about in the show? Well, I, uh, I, I did just recently post something on the GOP led states, uh, slamming a crude and odious NASDAQ diversity rule. Basically, uh, NASDAQ was like, Hey, you don't, you all, your entire board is made of white men. Can you explain why? And can you try to do something? So it's not all white men. And, uh, You've got uh, the uh, Texas Attorney General saying that that's uh, racism and discrimination against white men. Of course, it is. I just, uh, uh, yeah, um, you know. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, uh, you know, I I shared an article of talking about cryptocurrency about how the crazy economy is affecting different people in different places. Uh, I shared a story from there's this local. You know the local Miami New Times, and there are New Times in different different uh, areas of the the U.S. I like the Miami one that they had a really good story on the COVID surge, and they usually do some pretty good uh, coverage on different things. I I actually like local issues uh, that I like. Uh, uh, Sam uh, shared uh, 
uh, what's this guy's moron's name? Oh, I see his face. Oh, Pete Navarro's like book uh, talked about the plan that they had to try to fuck with the election. Um, I shared that the temperature in South Dakota is six degrees. <laughs> Or was this week. Uh, very balmy. So you get all the best weather reports on the curmudgeon's corner slack. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, um, you know, there was, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, I, I shared that apparently investing in Lego box sets. I shared this. Go ahead. Oh, you did. Okay, because we, because I had been talking about Lego sets. We, we talked it. about it on last week's show a little bit, and I found an article that related to it, and I shared it. Yeah, that that investing in Legos will earn you more than gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's that. Now, I will say this: that gold's returns over time have not been that great. Okay, all right. Uh, well, they mentioned in the article like what the average return over the last few years, and it was like fifteen percent or. But if you, if you, I mean, if you go back, yeah, uh, yeah, gold's returns are not that great. So, but, but definitely Lego is, is a better investment than gold. Uh, the little tiny plastic pieces. Uh, and, uh, we shared, well, we, we shared stuff about, uh, uh, there's a column on the Wall Street Journal's being retired and I shared an article about it. I think we talked about it last week. Uh, uh, and there was a, did we talk about the lickable TV? There's a lickable TV. The lickable TV. I, 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 you, you, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's enough. Yeah, we. There's a lickable TV that's coming out, and I'm not buying one. Oh come on, Yvonne. No, I'm definitely. You can watch a show about strawberries I don't and see, lick the screen. I don't, and taste I don't the understand what that. No. Why can't they just spray smells? Well, they do that too. There, that technology has existed for a long time. Well, I know that's not exist. I mean, I, I was, you know, I go to this ride over at Disney that does a great job of trying to where they spray smells that are related to whatever you're watching. It makes it feel really like you know you're over. But just think how much better it would be if you could lick it. I, I no. So anyway, that's all we got. Okay. Hey, everybody, uh, as usual, stay safe, have a good week, blah, blah, blah. Tune in next week to find out about how we did on our 2021 predictions. It's always exciting. It's a different kind of show. You know, we fill these these weeks right around the end and the beginning of the year that things tend to be a little slow uh, with this kind of stuff. It's a tradition. We enjoy it. Hope you do, too. And we think it's really important to come back and do the accountability a year later. Um, last year... we segment because we had so much news happening in january hopefully it'll be a little slower this year and we don't have any major like civilization altering events uh, in the next few weeks i definitely hope not or specifically in the next week i hope we don't um in any case uh tune in next week for that in the meantime have a great week stay safe all of that goodbye bye later yvonne have uh, feel better have your whole family feel better no more covid no more covid i'll talk to you later bye bye all bye